cool stuff. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Behind the Lens podcast. This is episode two. I'm Ross Mara. What's up? I'm Alex King. And today we have a great interview with Austin Gaines, who is the lead creative producer for the Carolina Panthers. So we'll get to that interview shortly. But uh, first, Alex, what did you do this week? Uh, we had a bye week at WVU, so I just kind of – I showed, I shot some volleyball games. Um, I did a soccer game. So I'm excited for football to start back up on Thursday. I played Baylor. So, yeah. I'm in the, what about you? I'm in the same exact boat with you. Uh, South Carolina was off this week. So I actually came home to West Virginia, um, got to go up and watch my high school football team. Uh, my uncle's their head coach at Bridgeport, so I got to travel with them and put together a video, which was really fun. Got to see a lot of people I knew, so that was a really good time. Yeah. Nice. Was there anything since the first show that kind of stood out to you, like creative-wise, no, that you saw uh, floating around? I'm trying to think about it, but the only thing that I really remember, like, catching my eye, Florida – Florida, they're, um, I guess they're oh, the equipment. The staff. equipment, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they released a video, and I was just like, wow. It showed, like, how they put their helmets together, basically. And I didn't actually know that they did that in-house. Like, I thought it was done, like, at Nike or whatever, whoever they're with. But that's, like, super cool, so. I like not yeah, only, like, the process on that, but, like, the natural sounds, all, like, the screwing it in, the yeah, feeling, yeah. the label. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, I was music in there, which I was surprised about. Like, it wasn't, like... It was kind of just like a raw video that they just threw together, which was cool. Yeah, I liked it. I I would say that something I saw that really caught my eye really wasn't even like a highly like edited, like it didn't have a lot of cuts and everything. But Alabama football um, had the reaction of their players, and then through the duration of Dixieland Delight being brought back, and just the excitement on the sideline of the players. I guess getting to witness like that tradition being brought back, that was really, really cool. And then I thought it was like comedic that in the background you could see the scoreboard flash beat Auburn instead of the alternative. So yeah. they kind of instructed the stadium, which was fun to see. But yeah, yeah. I would say that's, um, that was, that stood out to me. We don't have anything Ooh. else. I think we can go ahead and throw it over Let's to get into it. our interview with Austin Gaines. All right, here today we have Austin Gaines. Austin is the creative producer for the Carolina Panthers. He went to Clemson University, so here we go. We've got Austin. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Um, so, Austin, like I mentioned, you went to Clemson, but before that, how, how did you get into media, creative media, or did that really begin at at Clemson? It it really it started at Clemson. Um, it's a weird story of of how it all came about. I went to school originally to be an engineer, and I had hopes and dreams of actually working in in the military and actually developing uh, armor for military vehicles and, and stuff like that. Um, oh wow! Okay. And yeah, it's crazy. So my freshman year of college, I, I was an engineer, and at the end of my freshman year, um, I decided I hated it. So I knew I, collected, I knew I needed something different. So I changed my major to something called graphic communications. But at the time, the only reason I did that was because the director of the department told me I'd get to be creative, and I said, "Great, whatever I can do to be creative, I'm going to do it." So one day. 
I was I worked in a rock climbing instructor in college. I've done a really I've done a lot of random things. So one day I was working and I got a text from somebody that said, "Hey, I recommended you for a job in our football department at Clemson as a designer." And I had never designed anything in my entire life. I mean, I had really <laughs> opened I had oh, wow. never Photoshop ever. So you were and thrown I, into the fire there. Right. Well, what happened was the football department called me. They said, "Hey, uh, some, one of our Student interns recommended you for a job. Would you be able to take it? And of course, I said, yeah, of course. And I totally lied. And I and I lied so hard. And I said, yeah, I've designed before, and I had never done anything. Like I said, never opened Photoshop. So <laughs> I remember, I remember my very very first design. It was oh my god, it was so bad, so so bad. But at that point, at that point, did they realize that maybe you didn't have the background that you had said? You know what? I just talked a big game, and I just made them think that they made a great decision. And there you go. I just like you, like you said, you know, just got stuck in the fire, and and uh, you know, I ended up working with the football team uh, for three and a, three and a half years of my school. Um, Two. That's awesome. And that's how I got started. And then I actually, you know, through that met Austin Coon and met Max Huggins and. All these other people, and, and me and Max and Austin were kind of like the first kind of guys doing what we were doing. That's what. That's exactly what me and uh, me and Alex were just talking about. That Clemson has a lot of guys that they've put out into the industry that now have other jobs. Obviously, you with the Panthers, um, Austin here, and then um, Max with Fresh Tape Media, and I think that's really cool that it's almost like. I guess kind of a breeding breeding grounds for it. It really, it, it honestly blows my mind. And people ask me this question a good bit. They ask me, you know, how, how does Clemson, you know, do they go out and do does Clemson go out and recruit these students to do this? And the answer is no. It's just it, it it's a lot my, of talent in the university. Yeah, it, it blows my yeah. mind how much talent is actually there. And and a big part of it is that. You know, the full-time staff that is at Clemson is, is really invested in giving back to students, whether it's giving back knowledge, giving back technical skills, and the biggest thing is just giving back opportunity. It's such an important thing. Um, you know, the more and more that I, with each and every day, I start to realize more and more how important it is to really give back and not make, you know, being creative and, and making cool things about just what you can do. Uh, a lot of what you know we do as creatives is is about self promotion. We have to be able to promote what we do and what we create because a lot of times what we do is nameless. You know, like uh, everything that I make, it's Carolina Panthers. It's not Austin Gaines. Um, and you know, you have to be careful on that line of promoting yourself because you don't. You know, it, it's not about you at the end of the day, but. You know, there's there's good ways and there's bad ways to, to show your work to the world, you know, but it, it really is about, you know, you're in this position now, like I'm in this position now with the Panthers where um, I'm doing well, I would say, for myself at 25. Um, you know, I, I have the want to give back because I want somebody else when they're 25 to say, oh, I've gotten to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and, you know, most people aren't going to have that unless somebody else offers that assistance. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I have a question. So, did you just do um, football at Clemson, or do you work like with athletics and do all sports? 
Yeah, so when I was at Clemson, I only did football, and I was actually only a designer. I didn't do any video ever. Oh, wow. I didn't start doing video till twenty late 2016. So I've only been doing it for like a year and a half, huh. almost two years. Wow. That's crazy that they have so many different people for like different jobs, like graphic design, and then I'm sure they have people that shoot, and then people that shoot video. That's just wild to me. <laughs> yeah, so, and again, it's 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 so. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Ross. But no, you're fine. You're fine. Sorry. <laughs> it really is just. I mean, people, literally, people from all over professional sports and other college sports and even international sports look at Clemson. And there's nothing special about Clemson. Uh, it's a great place, but it's not like they happen to, you know, crack this crazy code or, or they're shelling out money to pay students to come there. It's just like everything literally happened at the right time, the right people were at the right place, and they yeah. jumped on something that nobody else jumped on at the time. And it, it, it's so crazy how it just so happens to be this random little university in this random little town in South Carolina that – yeah. It, literally everything happened right, athletics happened right, and then uh, creativity happened right. That's awesome, man. Let's talk about a little bit about how you got to the Panthers. Do you want to go in a little bit on that? Yeah, uh, I'm going to try. I'll try and make a long story short. Uh, so after Clemson, I graduated. I moved to Nashville, worked for an architecture firm, got laid off, moved back to Clemson, and then ended up getting a job at NC State. I was at NC State for a year and three months, and I was – Looking for something different. I was ready for something different. And again, I, I keep harping on relationships, and I and I'm going to keep harping on it. Austin Coon and Max had a really good relationship with the social media manager at the Panthers, uh, who is one of my managers. She was asking them, "Do you know of anybody who's kind of looking for a job or anything like that?" And both of those guys said me. And she had even reached out to Andre Robinson, who you know he just left the high school, worked for the Clippers. Yeah, yeah. I love his stuff. And uh, he even said me. And so here I am at NC State, my own business, just trying to do good stuff. And then one day I literally get a DM from this random girl on Instagram saying, hey, this is blah, blah, blah with the Panthers. I want to call you. And <laughs> she just told me that people had recommended me. And it was it was a yes from there. Like there was no question at all. That was wow. all she wrote. It was over. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's crazy. I, yeah, that's that's crazy that all three of them recommended you, which I think not only speaks to what you had said about relationships, but also um, your work in, in itself that they felt that you were the right guy for the job. Well, I think all of us feel that whenever we're about to do something new or something that we know is going to challenge us, we don't feel qualified. I certainly didn't feel qualified. Max and Austin and Andre had way more experience than me, um, way more, you know, evidence to show, uh, you know, their capabilities. But, you know, I just I just keep telling people, like, this is a business where relationships are so, so, so important. We talked about that for a long time last week, too, just how important, like, just knowing people in the industry is and like I'm, I'm in finishing up college right now, and I'm just trying to think about like where I'm gonna go, what I'm gonna do, and uh, I don't really know yet, but I just know that like building those relationships and meeting people, probably gonna lead somewhere. So yeah, I, I it, it really will. I promise you that.
Now, Austin, I've got a question here as far as a difference between um, creating on the collegiate level and then where you are in the NFL, just kind of some of the big differences. And we, I think we spoke on this a little bit previously, but just kind of, I guess, maybe the freedom to create or some some things like that. Yeah, yeah, there's, I would say there's three really big things, and um first one is rules the second one is paid content and the third one is what are you fighting for uh so the first one being rules you know the, the nfl owns the team you know the, the nfl as an organization owns the team mm-hmm. you know, everything i shoot they own so there are a lot of really weird stringent league-wide rules about content about what you can and can't post especially when it comes to highlights uh, you know, the NFL obviously sends videographers and producers to every game, NFL films, and they're filming it for, you know, their purposes. And, and we get what NFL films shoots, but we also have to pay for it. So Interesting. It's, it's very, yeah, it's very interesting. We pay a fee to the NFL for footage of the Carolina Panthers. Um, when you're already a videographer. Yeah, that's very... Right. Hmm. But I, that, it, that's, that almost seems odd, but... You know, it's... It is a little odd, but I mean the stuff we're paying for is you know shot beautifully. So I mean it's worth it at the end of the day. But it, oh yeah, NFL NFL films is absolutely right. insane. You would think you know, but you would think from an outside perspective like that you just get it, but you don't. You've got to pay a fee for it. Um, Especially with what you were saying that they own what you shoot, you would almost think that it would would work vice versa as well. Right. Um. So. I mean, sometimes the league will hit us up and say, hey, you guys have this shot in a locker room, or you guys have this shot, and NFL Films doesn't give it to us. And, I mean, who are you to say no? I mean, you're going to give it to them. But that, that's a big one. You know, the league just has rules on creativity about what you can and can't post. Um, they can be very muddy water a lot of times, and, and they're very they're very strict. You can get fined quite a bit of money if you do the wrong thing too many times. Um, and I'm, talk- I'm not talking about a, a $500 fine. I'm talking a $20,000 fine. Um, wow. It can really come back to get you. Um, the second thing, thing, knowing the money in the NFL, that doesn't surprise me that it's that hefty. Right, right. I mean, there, there, there's so much money floating around. I mean, or, just like the Panthers, you know, we, we got sold to our new owner for $2.2 billion. Like, yeah. We've only and this organization's only been around since '95, and it's already worth 2.2 billion. You know, there's 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 so much money floating around. Uh, The second thing is paid content. We have sponsored content that we have to create. We don't have a choice. Um, We have to somehow make money off of what we're doing as an organization creatively, um, or you know, there's no point really us being around. You know, everything that we do as an organization needs to somehow be bringing in some sort of monetary um, benefit if it can, if it has the opportunity to. Every Saturday, I have to put out a video or create a video that's put out um, as a a game day post and it's sponsored by Bridgestone. And I have to do that. You know, it's it's every single week. Bridgestone pays for it and, you know, pays us and, and there's a sponsorship deal there. I've you know, seen that. I've seen that. Right. 
Right, right. So in college, it's like, oh, I had an idea for this game day video, but, you know, I don't think it's going to work. I only, only put it off for another week. I'm like, you don't have that choice. Like, this has to be done. Um, man, I, I, you can call it mandated creativity. Um, and the third thing is the battle you're you're fighting for. Um, in college, you know, especially working directly with with a football team, I would say seventy to eighty five percent of what you're doing is is uh, recruiting is a recruiting battle. You know, what can mm-hmm. you do, what can you do as a football team as a creative team to create the most cool ish humanly possible within your means of production to excite your players, excite your fan base, but mainly get these kids to come to your school because, you know, that's what you need to win games is you need these great athletes to come to your school. But for us, there's nothing I can do to make the Panthers sign, you know, death. Yeah. There's, right. there's nothing that I can do. So now it's all about fan engagement. What can you do to keep the fan engaged and to keep the fan base um, interested in the team. Uh, and you've got to be able to hit every um, economic background, social background, ethnicity with your post. You know, you've got to be able to touch every target audience with, with what you're doing. Um, and so things that I think are cool um, may not be cool to most people. So you've got to be able to re-engineer all the skills and passions you have coming from college and figure out, okay, how do I make content that's going to be able to be consumed by, you know, 70 to 90% of the people who are going to see this. And it's a big platform, you know. Our our Twitter has 3 million followers, and Clemson's has 904,000, I saw it today. So you got to make sure, too, that those 3 million people are going to like what they see. And it can't be some glitchy rap, whatever, every single time because not everybody's gonna like that. So it's right. It's a whole different battle inside itself. Yeah, that's that's definitely an interesting point there. That you do have like recruiting is no longer the uh, the thing. One uh, one you were doing some series of videos, or maybe it was just this one, but that you had mentioned that you formed kind of a interesting relationship, friendship with uh, Julius Peppers. Was that, am I correct there? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's, I got a pretty pretty cool relationship with him, actually. What was what was fun about, um, or what part did you enjoy about doing, like, player profiles? Because I know you did Demir Bird that went here to South Carolina. Right. So I love to tell stories, and, and, and there's a lot of people out there who – are really good at, at making edits that are really flashy and draw to a lot of people's attention. There's a lot of people who in, in college sports are good at that because that's what you need, you know, I would say for recruiting a lot of times is to, to garner that attention. But for me, I love creating relationships and I want to get to know people. I decided that I wanted to do something with Julius and I ended up going and spending three days with him in Miami and just he was – you know, the uh, the big reason we did that is kind of he was on the verge of retirement, and mm-hmm. we want to see, you know, just in case if he were to retire, let's gather some stuff, let's have some stuff in our back pocket to use to really tell a story about him. And the coolest thing about that whole trip was just everything that happened off camera. You know, all the moments he looked at me and said, hey, can you put the camera down for what I'm about to say? 
and just creating a rapport with him that now allows me to create a rapport with other players to do stories with them. It, I, it's just so, you know, again, the battle is different, you know. I've I've got to be able to tell these players stories because people are so, like, mind-blown when they see Julius Peppers in person. So for a fan to be able to get on Facebook or Twitter and be able to watch something where you can see him interacting with his kids, like, we literally, I, I kid you not, it was the second day in Miami, and I met him at his house, and he said, uh, yeah, we got to go to my son's school because it's dad day at school. And me and Julius Peppers roll up to this really fancy, fancy school. Oh, my in, God. In, in downtown Miami, and we walk upstairs, and I'm making parachutes with Julius Peppers with his kids. Like, <laughs> I kid you not. I kid you not. The teacher is trying to trying to tell us the directions, and Julius walks up to me. And he says, "Yo, man, uh, you think you can help me make this?" I I like didn't really pay attention, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll help you make this." So I'm I put my camera down to help Julius Peppers make a parachute with his kids. But I'm that's gonna, awesome. Yeah, but after that, you know, you're getting to film him interact with his with his children and. It's yeah. something that people, story. Right, it's something people would never imagine ever seeing on Twitter and Facebook. And that's something that's so important is you've got guys on your team that are going to be there for maybe three years or a guy like Thomas Davis who's been there for 13 years on the same team. And there's so many stories to be able to tell. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anyone in particular that this upcoming I guess, off-season or during the season that someone that you really want to, in detail, kind of tell their story? Man, that's a great question. i got to think about that one for a second. That's a good one. Uh, I mean, I, I still, you know, want to work with Julius. He, he has so many things going on in his life that nobody knows about. I mean, nobody. And I've been fortunate enough to spend some time with him in his personal life and and see some of the things that, that he's working on and learn about some of those things. Um, so he's a guy. We've got a, we've got a few guys on our team that are looking to retire this year. Um, man, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> I really wish I had an answer for you. Um, I mean, obviously, we signed uh, Eric Reed. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. a guy, that's a guy that nobody really is ready to talk about, but at the same time, he's a big talk. And I actually haven't, I haven't actually shaken his hand yet. You know, I see him every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all over the news right now, too. Yeah, you know, because of what happened this past Sunday that wasn't even football related. Yeah, yeah. So with with your job, do you enjoy like more so the relationships that you get to build as a result of of getting to video these players and like getting to tell their stories? I feel like for me, like, I work as a photographer, and the more I shoot, you know, it's about the shooting. It's about capturing these moments. But it's also, like, I really love getting to know people and getting to know the players especially and just talking with them and building the relationship. Is that important to you? It's incredibly important to me. Um, And I think that's just because of the person that I am. Um, it, it, It really is incredibly important to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've just seen people like, 
I've seen some people that are just only about, you know, like the technical aspect of where you're going to shoot it, how's the lighting with the camera settings, you know, but it's cool to see, like, there's real relationships that you can build through capturing those different moments, like him playing with his kids. They're just random stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, me and one of the players are actually going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings Wednesday night and have dinner together. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, two things happen when you create these relationships. Um, the first thing is they get more comfortable around you. They get more comfortable with you having a piece of camera equipment with your hand. It's like, all right, I'm doing my job as a football player. Austin's over here doing his job as a videographer. He's trying to put bread on his table. I'm trying to put bread on my table. Cool. We're both in this understanding. And two, um, access. You know, the more that I can create a relationship with these players and talk to them, not just about, hey, can I film this with you? But when you, when you as a person, this applies to any area of your life. Um, when you as a person take interest in somebody outside of what you can get from them, it changes right. everything. It, it really does change everything. Um, it opens up doors to, you know, film the stuff that you really want to film with them, and they're going to look at you and say, you know what, man, I'm cool with you. Uh, let's do it. When if all you do is come down to the locker room or, or whatever room you're going to and the only time you ever come down is to be like, I need something from you. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a transactional relationship and, and it, it's not going to last. Yep. I, that's a, that's yeah, a very good I point. I agree 100%. And I think I, I said earlier to Alex that I didn't know if, how that relationship would be with professional athletes because, I mean, they do have a lot of going on. I mean, I mean most of these guys have families at this point. I mean, they're not, college athletes they're not 19 through 21 year olds and that that was i like hearing that i mean just a little bit of inside information because that's what i was wondering yeah it's crazy i mean i could literally talk about this all night because i love the idea of building relationships with people um you know it you there's actually two extremes in the locker room you've got these guys who have been in the league either their rookie year or they're four years in and you know, some of these rookies are 20 years old, and some of these guys that have been in the league are 24, 25, which is my age. And they're going through the same stuff mentally that I'm going through, just on a different level. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, these guys are moving away from all they've ever known sometimes, and they don't got no friends and no family here. So it's like they're doing, they're going through the same exact things as us at the same exact age. And then you've got, on the other end, where a lot of these players are married, have a baby on the way, or they've already got three or four kids. And so something that you have to do as an individual is be able to adapt to each person. And obviously the players that don't have no kids or or no wives, you know, you can ask a little more from. But these other guys, you've got to be able to adapt your conversation and adapt your ability of understanding to, to fit, you know, what their lifestyle is. Yeah, for sure that makes perfect sense. And I was, that's what, uh, actually, again, me and us were talking, I was saying, you know, the college players, you'd say, hey, I, I, I need you here at this time. And for the most part, I mean, if it's in their schedule, um, they're going to show up or the coach will make them show up, all that kind of stuff. And with these professional athletes, you know, they've got a life. (laughs) Then they can tell you just no. Yeah, I mean, 
I get told no a good bit. And when people tell me no, I don't get mad. I, I mean, you can't take it personal. I look at them and I say, you know what, man, that's fine. I appreciate it. I just want you to know, like, to do my job, I have to ask you because mm-hmm. I, I got I to gotta make stuff. So I have to ask you and you just say, you know what, I might come back to you in a few weeks and ask you again. And you just, as long as, I think as long as you let them know, like, hey, I I have to do this, they're like, okay, cool. Like, you're not trying to bug me. Like, you're actually trying to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people are probably, with athletes in particular, just trying to get a ton, you know, out of them all the time because they're put on such a, a pedestal as far as sports and everything goes. But it's cool to just, just try and, like, be there and provide something to them that, I think especially in video, like, they'll have that to look back on or, like, you do a piece about them. It's, like, a different side of them that most people don't see. So, I don't know. I just think it's it's pretty cool. Right, right. What I try to sell to these guys a lot of times is what I want to do with you is something that I want you to have. I, I want this to be a symbiotic relationship where you're able mm-hmm. to benefit, where you're able to benefit off what I create. And I'm able to benefit because I'm able to make great content for the organization. Um, and you've got, I mean, you've got to be able to spend their time wisely, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Austin, I have one last question here, and I, if Alex has one more, um, then we'll wrap it up. But I was just wondering, where do you think, as far as the creative world in the NFL um, I mean, I think you see it a little bit more on the collegiate level right now, but it's definitely popping up more and more in the NFL, and teams are getting, I mean, I don't know if more outlandish is the, world, is the word, but they're stepping a little bit more out of their comfort zone. Where where do you see that going in the NFL or any of the other professional sports? It's going up, man, let me tell you. Um so us us as an organization that we have a new owner and we just hired a new president who came from European Soccer League and oh, well. and it's it's only going up, man. There's 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 a I wouldn't I don't know if I would call it a need, but there's an expectation. You're a professional sports team. You need to be producing on professional level, like period. That means that means more people like you and Alex are going to get hired to work for professional sports teams <clears throat> because that's where it should be. Like I said, there should be no excuse as to why a $2.2 billion organization isn't producing X, Y, or Z. Um, yeah. a, lot, a lot of times it's just because things have always been done a certain way and change is always, always hard no matter how much money you have. Um but in terms of hiring videographers, hiring motion graphic designers, hiring storytellers and feature storytellers, you know, depending on the executive level of management, it, it, it's only going to go up. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, um, hey, I'll, I'll, sorry, I got sorry. one more question, my bad. I just want to know, like, what what's your advice for people that are coming out of college or just creating in college and are looking to take their skills, like, post-graduation, like, what are some things that you did or that that people like our age can do to put themselves in a better position to, I don't know, capitalize after college? Do you mean just like getting a job in general or maybe a job in the league? 
not really in the league, just more like creative media in general. But yeah, um, like professional leagues, definitely for sure. Right. Wow, somebody's getting called out. <laughs> yeah, I just heard that. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you just you just gotta take advantage of the relationships you have. You have got to take advantage of the relationships you have. So where you're at right now, if your attitude is everything, if you're always a sourpuss and all this other stuff, like nobody's gonna want to call another job on your behalf and be like, yeah, hire this kid. No, I mm-hmm. mean. Nobody's going to want to do that. So do what you can right now to to have an attitude that is mostly positive or at least just content. You don't have to be happy every day. I yeah, never, yeah. I would never say I'm a happy person. Like, that's not my personality, but I'm pretty even keel. You have got to work those relationships and just be there for others and let others be there for you. Um, yeah, I'm, just being a good person in general. Right, so that other people can go to bat for you and help you get to where you want to go. And another thing is just not being afraid to reach out at all and just being like, I, you know, like I did something where I reached out to somebody from the Players Tribune, and I said, I love what you guys do. If there's anything I can ever do freelance-wise, let me know. And I just was a little bit persistent, and I finally got to get on a freelance gig with them, and it was cool. Um so just not being afraid to, to reach out to somebody regardless of your skill level and say, hey, I really appreciate what you do. I think it's really cool. Um, I'd love any opportunity just to talk, maybe get some advice and mentor. You know, maybe you can be a mentor of mine or whatever and just go from there because you never know what where that relationship is going to take you. You never, never know. I, I Yeah, I keep going back to the relationship thing, man. It, I mean, you, you can't do it alone. Yeah, it's important it's for sure. Yep. It's all about the people. Well, hey, Austin, thank you so much for uh, coming on w- with us here. I think this was a fantastic uh, conversation. I learned a lot, um, and I think it'll be a really good listen. I appreciate you guys bringing me on. I hope I didn't talk too much. I feel like oh, I'm no, man. no, no, that's what we want to hear. Wait, how long did Andrew talk for? Um, I believe Andrew was around 30 minutes. And this is 44, and I would say we started probably 10 minutes in. So you guys are probably around the same same amount. All right, cool. I just don't want to be the rambler. I just don't. That's the one thing I don't want. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're fine. You're fine. All right. Well, hey, man, uh, good luck. Who do you guys play this week? Uh, we have the Ravens at home this week. All right. Well, yeah. Good, good luck. Go get them. You guys are, what's your guys' record? You only have, what, one loss? Four no, we're four and two, man. We lost four and two last week. Watching the Falcons in Atlanta, like the second week of the season. Oh yeah. Do you get to travel with the teams? Oh yeah, I'm I'm there on the plane, sitting like two rows in front of the players. Nice. That's awesome stuff. Yeah, I bet that's a whole other experience too. (laughs) Yeah, they're just a bunch of kids, man. They really are. Yeah. Yep. Well, hey, Austin, thank you. Good talking to you. We hope to hear from you. Oh, um, drop your social media stuff. What's your username so people can follow you if they don't already? All right, so my Twitter and Instagram are the same. Uh, it's Austin D. Gaines, so A-U-S-T-I-N-D-G-A-I-N-E-S. All right, go follow the man. He does awesome content for the Panthers. Go follow him. 
All right. Well, hey, Austin, good talking to you, and hope to hear from you again. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you so much for this. No problem.